Saints report in. Red 10 standing by. Red 7 standing by. Red 3 standing by. Red 6 standing by. Red 9 standing by. Red 2 standing by. Red 11 standing by. Red 5 standing by. Let's see what we have here. A little fly over here. Let's come around, Red 5. I've got different coordinates than what our comm says. That can't be. Got the chatter, pilots. We've got a mission to What was that? Red 5, Red 5. Come around to point 02 and stabilize. Uh, Red 5? We would be honored if you would join us. This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. So, this is another edition of Star Wars Through the Ages. I know it's uh, been a long time since I've recorded anything uh, for this podcast, but, you know, with the holidays coming up, with this COVID business, it's really, really hard to... Uh, find seat time to get in. Not only that, uh, I'm helping a friend of mine, uh, Steve Long, out, uh, and I've been doing weekly podcasts with him on Rogue One Radio. Uh, so if you, uh, for some reason, enjoy hearing me speak, you could always catch me over there every week, and then we'll do our uh, our special editions of Star Wars Through the Ages as well. This is a special occasion for me uh, because today I am talking with Nicole. And Nicole is from Peace Love Star Wars. She is also a co-admin of Peace Love Disney. She is a writer at Twin Suns Outpost and says she's a Star Wars bookworm enthusiast. Uh, And we also have a lot of the same fandoms in common. So, Nicole, how are you tonight? Good. I'm doing good. I'm very honored to be here and to chat about Star Wars and several other fandoms. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, you know, we were talking before uh, the recording that it uh, just seems that anything that I might have found some sort of interest in is you know, as far as my other fandoms go, uh, I would make a post and I'd go back and say, like, oh, let me see who else posted on here. And then I would see you uh, posting as well. And I'm like, oh, awesome. You know, so I, you know, hit that like button and, uh, you know, then I'd go to a different, you know, topic. Or, you know, oh, yeah, I like this fandom, too. Let me, you know, let me check it out. And there was your post. And all right, awesome. And so then we started, you know, uh, talking back and forth. And we thought, you know, this would just be a really cool time to hang out and not just talk star wars but get into the other stuff that we enjoy mm-hmm. I, I agree it's interesting because uh social media can truly bring us together in different ways and you begin to find other friends that enjoy the fandoms that you know we enjoy and it's really interesting because just sometimes just like you're saying right through those comments or right through those threads you're like wait this same person is commenting again on the same thing that I just commented on. Oh, wait, and now she's there. Wait, this person's there. And it's so easy to make friends that way and find others that you have common interests with. And it's pretty cool. I like it when when community can begin to happen uh, in a positive way uh, via Twitter or whatever social media platform you're on. Yeah, it's great. And I have not been on Twitter 
uh, all that long. Uh, I, I tried to look the other day to see when I actually started, but I know I created a profile uh, several years ago, but never really used it for anything. Uh, and uh, after seeing some of the comments and just general Twitter, uh, uh, it really got me uh, uh, shocked and appalled at, the, at some of the things that were being said. And so I'm like, man, uh, I'm just going to leave this alone. And then uh, I started really wanting to explore my Star Wars fandom, and I started listening to podcasts, and they're, oh, follow us on Twitter. So I started plugging in their names, went back to it, and I started making friends. And of course, the you know the the story goes from there. You know, doing my own podcast, and uh, have made a lot of friends there. And uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's always cool to see other people that enjoy the same things that I do. Uh, yes, I love Star Wars, but that's not the only thing I enjoy. Uh, in mm -hmm. fact, I, I I don't have a Star Wars tattoo, but I have two Harry Potter tattoos. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, I, I love Harry Potter uh, as well. So, uh, but yeah, we'll get into that in our different Absolutely. fandoms. Absolutely. So, uh, so, um, so I know that on Twitter you do the peace, love, and Star Wars, uh, mm -hmm. and, but also do peace, love, and Disney. Yes. So actually, that's how it all began for me. So um, taking a step back, if you don't mind me uh, gallivanting off on a fun little side adventure here. Sure. Um, so I had, so I have a best friend, uh, Jennifer at Peace Love Disney, uh, mostly Facebook is where her group is. And so she had this amazing page already going. I mean, we're talking over maybe nine years, over 10 years now that she's had her page going. And uh, about a year ago, in a few months, I was just on Facebook. I wasn't even on Twitter yet. And I was on pages with Star Wars and I wanted just Star Wars. I didn't want any of the politics. I didn't want, I wanted to know about Star Wars. I wanted to connect with other Star Wars fans. And I had noticed that on her page, she, she's very, nope, this is Disney. This is where you can come and be just, it's a relief. It's an escape. It's a place to go and just to enjoy Disney. And, you know, she's not going to push her thoughts onto you. She wants you just to enjoy. And mm -hmm. I called her and I said, you know what? You know what I love about your page? And she said, what? I'm like, well, you really just want people to enjoy Disney. That is your main focus. You don't push anything else onto them. You just want them to enjoy. And I said, what if I came on and became your co-admin as as for Star Wars and help you out with editing and uh, Marvel and things because I absolutely love Star Wars. She she knows enough to know the child and the correct <laughs> name for the child and now she knows that the child now has a name, which I'm very proud of her. And so if she's listening to this when she get this comes out, Jennifer, I'm very proud of you. Anyways, <laughs> so it was so funny because. She just wasn't a Star Wars, so she thought about it for a day, and literally by that evening, she called me and said, let's do it. Yes, come on. You do all the Star Wars. Go for it. You know, um, I had friends already at Twin Suns Outpost, and I had reached out to them and said, oh, my gosh, you guys won't believe it. I'm actually going to start doing this. You know, what are some um, – what are some – what's some advice? And I didn't want to be on Twitter, honestly. But that was one of the advices. Guess what? Twitter is where, for the most part, things come out at. This is where you find information. This is where you find podcasts and things. And um, and they were right. So that's when I decided, well, I'm going to do my own page. But then it's linked back to the Peace Love uh, Disney. Mm -hmm. And so it just kind of grew from there. And then, you know, by 2020, you know, my silver lining to 2020 is, hey, I started writing, you know what I mean? So that was pretty cool. And so it's been just right over a year and probably like two months since I began 
uh, this adventure. And it's just been pretty, it's been pretty awesome. And I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot. And so um, it's going to be really interesting to see what else is going to be coming (laughs) from this, because a lot of really cool things have already happened since uh, in that regards. But yeah, that's kind of how this all started with me was just because I became uh, a co-admin. Like that's where that all began. And somebody just went, I trust you um, and go with it. Live your dreams, you know, so. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I I love hearing how people uh, got into either the fandoms or uh, into Twitter or podcasting or, uh, you know, those origin stories uh, Mm -hmm. to me never really get old. I will have to share when this comes out. There's an article I actually wrote about community um, for Twin Sons Outpost, and it's very true. It actually tells my origin story that not only includes um, Peace Love Disney, but also Twin Sons Outpost, and a little bit more about that, because I think it's so important that we find community, and it did Mm -hmm. take me a long time to find community in a fandom that I love. Um, and I will have to share that article again when this comes back out because people can read up a little bit more about my origin story, you know, and hopefully it'll be inspirational that and, and encourage any listener to to find community, whether it's in Star Wars, Harry Potter, um, Stranger Things, uh, Narnia, whatever it is that they that they're encouraged to to keep going, even if they feel like they're the only one that they are not alone. There are others out there. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, it's great to find commonality and community, uh, in things. And, uh, I was the same way with, uh, you know, with, uh, and I've had a few bad experiences with Twitter when, um, uh, I guess I spoke trying to get more understanding with, uh, certain points of view, uh, and asked, questions in the wrong way and uh, had a few backlash moments uh from that and you know and i I just uh, my main goal is to be positive and uh, i don't want to deal with politics i don't want to deal with negativity Uh, i don't want to say you're not a fan because you don't believe this or you don't believe that uh you know it's uh, let's have fun we can discuss the things that we agree on we can even have discuss things that we don't agree on as long as we do it in a civil way but Mm -hmm. you know the main thing let's have fun and let's do it together and and be a community a strong community uh Mm -hmm. regardless of what fandom that we're in Mm -hmm. yeah i definitely uh prefer a positive encouraging community that really listens to each other and uh is in very encouraging because that's that's what I thrive on. You know, 2020 is hard enough. Let's, let's help each other. Let's be, you know, loving and kind and, you know, speak peace to each other. And, you know, and again, Star Wars is supposed to be fun. I mean, so take it as it is and, you know, be willing to keep open and for interpretations and things. And I don't know, that's just where I'm at. I, I definitely thrive on the more positive community. Absolutely. All right. So since we met through Star Wars, I figure we'll start there. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sounds good. Love it. Let's go. All right. Punch so, it, Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. If you had to pick. Oh, hey, you're going to make me pick? This oh, sucks. yes. You might get an all of the above, but go ahead. <laughs> and, 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 and that's a perfectly acceptable answer. All right. So uh, would you prefer to watch, like if you had to watch a set of movies over and over again, original trilogy, prequel trilogy, or the sequel trilogy, or would you go other? Um. I want to say original trilogy, but then there's that other that's like, oh, but I love Solo. I love Rogue, you know, Rogue One and The Mandalorian. And I don't know where I would be without them. So I'm more of like, oh, 
hey, can I just have them all? <laughs> Let's just mix them up in a batch. Let's just watch them all. <laughs> I'll uh, invite all my uh, friends yeah, over. We'll absolutely. all work this out. Uh, when when there were uh, six movies, uh, mm-hmm. I would I would roll a dice, uh, and whichever number that it came up on the six sided die is which movie I watched. And you know wow. and if I ended up watching, you know, because I I could watch them all, uh, you know, it, all day every day. It's just uh, it's just part you know, part of that mystique and that charm that just mm-hmm. sucked me in as a child that. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to stick with it, you know, no matter what. Uh, and so, yeah. And uh, now that there's what, 11 actual movies and then, you know, you throw in, you know, Clone Wars and Rebels and any of the animated stuff. And, you know, I need a bigger die in order to figure out which to watch at this point. But uh, yeah, it's uh, I don't want to really do without any of them. But I guess if I had to pick, I'm still a sucker for the original trilogy. Well, because the original is what really started it all off. But for me, sometimes it's not, it's about the mood I'm in. You know, what mm-hmm. mood am I? Sometimes I just want to watch the classic, the originals, because that's just the mood I'm in. Sometimes I'm just a sucker and I'm in that mood that I just really want to see Anakin and Padme. So I'm going to watch, you know, one, two, and three, you know. So it just really depends on my, mo- my mood at that time. And I kind of go with it. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, and I, I'm, man, depending on which mood that I'm in, uh, I'll also pick fandoms as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, eh, you know what? Uh, oh, that's not... the same for me. Same thing. Sometimes it's not always Star Wars. Sometimes it's I, I want Narnia. No, now I want Wonderland. No, I'm I'm escaping into another world, which I absolutely love escaping into other worlds, both in mm-hmm. movie and in books. But um, that I guess that question then is almost across the board it depends on what mood i'm in you know right. other than every friday i'm 100 percent in mandalorian mode i don't know what i'm going to do afterwards except for watching director gallery but still <laughs> fridays are mandalorian you know 100 uh, percent <laughs> yeah it's uh normally uh i, I start work at uh, 6 a.m but mm-hmm. on uh mando fridays uh i get up at five so i can watch the episode of Mandalorian and then do my work. And thankfully I'm working from home right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a short trip from, uh, from my TV <laughs> to my desk. And so, uh, uh normally I'll log into work and then I'll spend the next 30 minutes, you know, uh, uh, talking with people on, uh, on Twitter or the red five group to, uh-huh. uh, to dissect and really get into the the nuts and bolts of the latest edition so <laughs> so i feel you there yeah oh yes <laughs> all right so in star wars is there a character that you relate to the most oh oh gosh okay um and it's interesting because I write this way when I'm talking, when I'm writing in my articles, I usually write like from my perspective or because I feel like I always live like Star Wars in the daily um, because I've always felt like one of my articles I was talking about, because I do feel like I can totally understand Padme um, and in the regards to her relationship with Anakin, I can totally understand many things. Um, so in some ways I would say Padme. Um, some ways I want to say, so I say Padme because of my prior, um, when I was married, I'm no longer married, but so in some ways then I feel like Ahsoka because I know what it feels like when I read that, the book Ahsoka by E.K. Johnston, I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I totally understand Ahsoka. I totally get it. I would just want, you just want to walk away. You, you know, you got to start learning how to self-love you know, mm-hmm. you know, caring for yourself and restarting again. So I understood Ahsoka too. So I am, I'm usually right between Ahsoka and Padme the most. Um, although I love Leia, but in this regards to who, who could I see myself being? Oh my gosh, it's a toss up. It's right between Padme and Ahsoka. So mm. I adore both of them. They're both very strong, amazing characters. Um, and I've loved reading about them between the Queen Shadow and 
reading about Ahsoka in Ahsoka. Uh, two amazing, amazing reads. So, so good question then. What about you? Who would you pick if you had to identify with one? Who would you pick? Or two? Because uh, I said man. two. To be fair, see, <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, it it, it is hard. Um, and I. Most of my life, I would say I would, uh, well, to start with, was I always saw myself a little bit at, with Luke. I could relate mm -hmm. to him. Uh, okay. Just a, a growing up in his uncle's house, uh, having to help around and do things that he doesn't necessarily want to do. His dad's not there, uh, but uh, he... You know, doesn't really have all the answers of that. Uh, was mm -hmm. very similar to the way that I grew up. Uh, mm -hmm. I my dad wasn't around uh, for most of the life, and when he was around, it wasn't very pleasant. Uh, mm -hmm. And it, he left again when I was, I think, thirteen, and okay. then I uh, then I was with my uncle. Okay. And it, and living with him like, and like <laughs> yes yes Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> uh so it uh you know so i could relate kind of like that you know i you know wanted to know more about my father but everyone was kind of like eh, yeah you're too young to really know what's going on you don't really need to know all the details uh why don't you go you know, uh, you know, uh, repair the moisture evaporators or something. And, mm -hmm. you know, so I would do the odd jobs and stuff around the house. And, but my, uh, my gaze was always out away from where I was. My mind was never on what I was doing. It, I was always wanted to be off doing something else. Mm -hmm. But, but then we get the story of Anakin mm -hmm. and, uh, how fiercely dedicated he was to making things right. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, regardless of attachment, uh, you know, he, he did everything in his power to protect those that he cared about. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, un unfortunately, uh, it led him down the wrong path. Uh, but mm -hmm. I can kind of relate to that as well. Uh, mm -hmm. can, you know, it's uh, it, no one's, uh, you know, perfect uh, ever in this world. And I've done things that I shouldn't have done and, uh, you know, wish you could go back and change. Uh, mm -hmm. But, you know, uh, so I can kind of re relate to that character as well. Yeah, I totally understand that. And you're right. No, but none of us are perfect in any way. And. Um, and I think that's when we kind of begin to cling to like our favorite fandoms, whether it be Star Wars or again, Harry Potter or Stranger Things, because we can kind of, we can identify, you know, with these characters and we just want that escape just for, you know, an hour or 30 minutes. Or if you're reading a book, it could be anywhere from who knows when. Um, <laughs> so I totally understand that. So yeah, great answer. Definitely. So, uh, I guess, um, although I have to admit, I also I'll throw in one more. I, Amira from the first season of the Mandalorian, I also understood her because I am a single mom mm -hmm. and she's also become a really strong character. Again, she was only in one episode, but she was enough of a character that I could identify with that. I was just like, Oh my gosh, I love Amira. Okay. I totally yeah. understand this. She is a warrior and she's a single mom and she is doing it. She's getting it done and trying her best. And I love that. I absolutely love that they, you know, displayed that in Star Wars, you know, in, in a positive light. So, yeah, I definitely also love Amira's. See, I got to throw out a third one. See, already <laughs> I've already started thinking about others. Like, wait, hold on. I've got another. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and they and they just keep coming, and you know it's uh -huh. uh, you know you and that's one of the amazing things about uh, about this universe is 
that there's there's so many aspects that so many people can relate to uh and and that's what really drives us uh, uh you know in our uh interactions with each other it, you know someone will say man i can't see understand why this character did this and i'm like well how can you not understand i mean it's plain as day to me why 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 this person did such and such but you know it's uh some people just don't you know until you walk a mile in their shoes you don't really truly you know understand what's going on uh and and what their train of thought is so uh but yeah yeah that's uh it's great mhm all right so your character that most hate most people just really don't like but uh, you are we absolutely Star Wars or a different fandom uh this is Star Wars still <laughs> like because I have an answer but it's in another fandom <laughs> um oh, but in regards to Star Wars for that fandom <laughs> I'm like oh I have an answer to that question but it's not in this fandom um I'm trying to think of though who would I who do I absolutely love to hate in Star Wars? Oh, gosh. And what's worse is that in this other fandom, I hate this person even more than almost anybody in Star Wars. <laughs> That's the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Um, I'm not even, I'm not, here, I'm not even sure of mine. What about you? Let's let's just, let maybe give my mind a minute to jog here. All right. So if I had to pick a character that uh, that uh, most hate but I really like, Palpatine. Palpatine. Okay. The, I, Palpatine to me is the greatest character in Star Wars. I don't – and I don't know I, – I, I love the character when you just see bits and pieces of him in Empire – and, no, mm-hmm. I was immediately I was immediately drawn. So I was like, "Who's this guy? Wow, yeah, he's ordering Darth Vader around. What? What? Who is this?" And then we see him in Jedi, and mm-hmm. he's just cool as a cucumber, and has so much confidence in, mm-hmm. in his abilities, in in the way that uh, everything is going as he foreseen it. And I'm like, wow, you know, this is uh, this guy is just like the cat's pajamas. Yes, he's a bad guy, but <laughs> you know, it's just like, wow, yeah, yeah, he he's got it, he's got it going. And yeah, of course, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't survive, uh, or so we thought. But um, so you know, <laughs> if, if I, yeah, so if I, you know, and most people are like, oh, you know, uh, you know, hey, I'm, you know, I'm Rebel Alliance all, all the way, and you know, oh, really, you like? Palpatine and like well yeah I mean come on (laughs) yeah I can totally understand what you're saying Palpatine was definitely it's like I don't hate him but I don't love him either he's somewhere right there in the middle for me (laughs) Um, Palpatine is Palpatine although I will say this when at uh you know Star Wars Celebration Chicago I remember um, I wasn't sadly able to go, but I could I was listening um, when they were doing the different uh, panels. And when we heard that trailer and you heard that laugh, you heard it. Everybody heard it. When you heard it, you knew. And it was like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and just, it's just like you, you, you have that moment of pure silence and then you know what I mean and then just the voice just comes out here you're like you're just like and I was wowed um you know Darth Vader is definitely one of my favorite Star Wars villains even though it's Anakin underneath who I am always consistently going yelling at now like come on Anakin you're not supposed to come on man really no I don't like never mind you know that's just that's just because I'm always you're better than this Exactly, because I it's like I want Anakin to have a happy ever after. He's not gonna get it, dang it, you know. Um, and of course, that's when you go into it, when you start at the original, and you know that from the get go. I guess that kind of helps, but it's like it doesn't at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Chicago. Um, but that's where I think I'm at. I mean, I don't. Okay. And this is one particular fandom where I'm like, mm, I really do have a, like an appreciation for for all the different characters and not a. Tr- <laughs> right. Again, like Palpatine definitely makes makes me mad. Um, the two scout stormtroopers from the Mandalorian season one. Now they boil the blood. <laughs> Every time I see anybody hurt the child, I'm like, oh no, you're on my bad list now. Don't even, don't, nah, nope, nope, nope. I want to come after you right now with a lightsaber. Get away from me. Like that is like that. Now that is some pure, pure anger when it comes to that. I will say that. I will admit that. Like, and anybody who knows me, who's seen me on Twitter, or I've talked to you, I, I'm very like that, like, that just made my blood boil, or that made me mad, or, oh my gosh, they hurt my child again, and I will, yes, I do say it's mine, I know it's not, it's all ours, <laughs> I know it's everybody's, but at that five-second moment, I'm like, they hurt my child, now, I have to admit, right. that moment probably is even worse than me being angry at Palpatine, because I'm, I'm, I still get mad, and Palpatine, I'm like, you're going down, your granddaughter's coming after you. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Versus yeah. you messed with my child. I'm coming after you. You're lucky this isn't TV because I... <laughs> your yeah. life what... don't mess with the child. <laughs> when uh, when I saw that and you know in uh, who was it was it Bill Hader that was the actor that did that? Oh and man. He, and, he, and, and I was like, <laughs> you're <laughs> you so can... in for it. <laughs> It's like you might not get it now, but it, it, it's going to happen, and there will be some sort of revenge, some right. way. But, right. It's like, um, so sorry to my family. I know I'm the most hated person this morning. <laughs> can you imagine? I can only imagine what those poor actors had to go through when they became the most hated, like in a matter of seconds. <laughs> of last year because they they are definitely definitely still a high on my list like and they're so they're minor characters they were only guest characters and i'm just like no i don't mm-hmm. like you I don't <laughs> you. you can go now <laughs> yeah you can go now we're done you leave just leave don't want you <laughs> so all right so, so i was uh you know I, I was going to ask like the converse of that if there was a character that you don't really like, but other people in the fandom seem to really love for some reason. Ooh. So we so talked I, about one. We we talked about one that most hate, but you like. Now this is one that you really don't like, don't care for, but others seem to love for some reason. So I'm in an interesting case. <laughs> I am. Um, I so what I like. I I find like each character, it's it's not always a love or hate, but there's also like you're learning from the lessons of each character. I have never like totally hated the actor and hated the character. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. never been my style. I've always, for the most part you know, my whole life, I've always been like, yes, I have more favorite characters, but I feel like even a character that's, I might dislike, I like this, you know, the scout stormtroopers, I'm like, no, I don't like you, because you hurt the child, but I don't dislike you, because, well, you you're good actors and your people underneath there. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and they bring a lesson to to the story. You know what I mean? Or they bring something ever. You know, each person brings an impact to to the story. You know, whether whether it's small or big. And a lot of people don't realize that sometimes it's those small minor details that lead to the bigger things. You know, it's like throwing a you know stone into the water and it creates those ripples, right? So mm-hmm. I guess it's kind of like how I've always dealt with characters is that I'm like no 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 I I see what I can appreciate out of out of them you know um, right I do I've never been able to like I don't like you you know what I mean like, I may not like you but I find the good stuff in you you know that's that's <laughs> kind of like how I roll so um, 
Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I don't really have a full answer because I really do. I find, you know, I don't know, appreciation in almost anything or everything, you know. It's kind of yeah, like with, a, oh, here's a good with IG, you know, IG-11, you know, in the first season, you know, at the beginning, Mando doesn't like the droid, right? He doesn't like him. But then by the end of the season, you know, we find this absolute love that we like about IG-11. And and we're just, you know, he all of a sudden he's become loyal. He's become protective. He's he's good. He's good. And, you know, and I think that's just, that's just kind of like me. I'm like, always, like, I always, maybe this is what brings me to the force. <laughs> to the light side is that I am like, I will find the good. I will look for the good in you. I will always tr- go there first and I will be the first, you know, the one standing with you through it all, trying to, you know, find, find the light side <laughs> always. And that's an awesome way to be. It really is. Yeah. I, I, and I wish I was like that, but I'm not. <laughs> okay. So what character do you, wait, is the, it's the character that you don't like that other, wait, how did you phrase yes. that? <laughs> yes. I'm trying the to. Char- a character, uh, a character I don't like, but others seem to love. Okay. Let's hear because I might be interested in this. Maybe I'll be able to argue with you a little bit. <laughs> C3PO. <gasps> okay. I, up up until. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> uh, Go ahead. Sorry. Up until episode nine. I okay. thought that 3PO could have been done by anyone or anything or not even there to begin with. It just something about that character, whether it's the dry humor or the uppityness, uh, British butler type uh, mannerisms, I just it just made my teeth ache. And... Mm-hmm. There were there were so many inconsistencies with dialogue on uh, with 3PO, uh, like in A New Hope, uh, where he says, you know, there's no there'll be no hope for the princess this time when they're on uh, Tantive Four, and they go to the the planet and uh, you know, well, who is she? And 3PO's like, I don't know, somebody of some importance maybe, and. It's just, you know, I'm like, well, what? You know, I'm not really much of a storyteller, but, you know, uh, you know, I guess I'll give it a shot. And he just seemed to be in the way and really not worth much of anything. I just I don't know. I, I, I didn't really see what others saw in that character. And. You know, but then in episode nine and you get that heartbreaking moment where, you know, he gives his speech and, you know, then is silent and he's like, hey, what you doing? And, you know, looking at my friends, you know, one last time and I'm like, wow, okay, you know, it's uh, that moment that I, I, I had tears originally. I yes, that was. See, I told you there's always something good. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, but up until that point, it's always been 3PO. Is the one character that I just really didn't like, but everyone for some reason seemed to seemed to you know really dig and and, and get into. And I'm like, eh, eh, I guess he's okay, but uh, whatever. You know, this is the moment where no I R2. Kind of- <laughs> I will respect what you're saying, but I would highly recommend, I would say, read um, the autobiography by Anthony Daniels, um, C-3PO, because I absolutely love it. It's actually, um, in fact, when I read it, I remember thinking I could, (laughs) I'm reading it and I can hear his voice the whole whole time. (laughs) Um, And I would recommend it. I'm sure you've seen it there, you know, that there's, you know, a document. Star Wars documentary because I think it's really interesting when you get to know why George Lucas picked this character or you know this or that or the mm-hmm. fact that you know in the book C3O you know we learned that you know he he minded things so there were things that George Lucas saw and went that's what we need you know yeah. um so I like to I kind of like to get in the director's brain just a little bit because I feel like that's when maybe it's just enough of a light bulb to kind of turn my thinking 
or change being, you know, or I'm willing to change my perspective just a little bit to go, mm-hmm. oh, oh, okay, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and I think that's, 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 you know, again, that's, that's just something I do. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you can see, I, I do, I love C3PO, um, you know, love R2D2. I love droids. Um, right. You know, so where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> all right and, and so for so and, and i respect what you're saying so i i will make sure you know so you know that i do respect what you're saying you know although i would will again you know totally read the book <laughs> oh, maybe I, and i will you understand will. a little bit more <laughs> and, and i'm always welcome to having my mind changed so uh you know that that's uh that's great and i love uh, challenges where it makes me think a little bit and maybe look at things from a different perspective. And episode nine definitely started that for me. But mm-hmm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. if I had to pick a character, it'd still be that one. But that's all right. So for uh, you know, uh, to kind of lighten the mood a little bit, let's go a little bit cute and cuddly here. All right. Which which one would you like more? Ewoks, Porgs, or Wookiees, or something else. But the one caveat is you cannot say Grogu. Okay, I'm a Hufflepuff, so I'm going to say I take the lot. I'm taking them all. (laughs) That's my answer. I'm taking them all. I mean, I love, I mean, how can you not love Wookiees? But then, like, you look at Ewoks, and I'm just like, oh, and then Porgs, and Porgs go with Chewy and Wookiees, so it just, I'm just going to claim Hufflepuff on this one, and I'm just going to say I take the lot. <laughs> All right. All right. So, yeah, that, that works. Um, <laughs> what about you? Uh, man, Are you taking I, the lot, or are you, are you, are you going to get down to one? I'll, I'll definitely, I, I, I'm slithering through and through. I'm going to pick, and, you know, and oh, whatever, whatever. Okay. So, you know, uh uh, I would, I definitely would have to go with, uh, with Wookiees uh, above the others, uh, especially since the child has been ruled out. Because I mean, how can you get more cute and cuddly than, uh, you know, sure. than the child? Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, uh, Wookiees were, uh, were so mistreated by the Empire. Um, I, I just, I, my my heart breaks for that race and uh, we only get to see a handful of them and we never really get a a, a whole lot of interaction other than Chewbacca. Mm -hmm. Uh, But how fiercely loyal is he that he stuck with Han, you know, for, uh, for a very long time. Uh, you know, it, Ewoks were okay. Yeah, they helped out a little bit. Uh, 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 I think that they were there for uh, merchandising dollars mainly, uh, probably because they couldn't find as many tall people as they could uh, smaller people. Um, I, I, I really don't know. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I would have loved to seen uh, uh, Endor be populated with Wookiees. Uh, and I think that would have been played out uh, amazing uh, as almost like a redemption arc for uh, for that race to really have a large hand in uh, taking mm-hmm. down the Empire uh, than if it was just Ewoks. And I, I like Porgs. Porgs are cute. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm so happy that there is a uh, Porg that is uh, uh, made canon, uh, Turbis, uh, mm-hmm. and that was brought in by uh, Tatooine Sons. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm glad that that is uh, good. But you know, yeah, they're. You know, I, I think Wookies, I'd agree. Mm-hmm. Wookies definitely take a special place. I I totally understand what you're saying. Wookies are very special. Um, I know in the Rise of Skywalker, or when I saw the concept art come out of Chewbacca 
in a particular hold, I seriously cried. Um, it did. It absolutely broke my heart. Um, and I cannot wait. I'm so excited that we're going to get another Wookiee um, coming out with the High Republic. Like, I I remember when I was at C2E2 uh, Chicago Comic Con last year, and I remember seeing that cover, and I was beyond excited because I saw the Wookiee. And I went, oh, there's a Wookiee on this cover. There's a Wookiee on this cover. Like, because <laughs> it just excited me because I... I do. I love Chewbacca. I I mean, I could just like hug Chewbacca. That would be awesome. Um, So (laughs) I, you know, I think Chewie just has a special place, you know, even amongst characters, not even as a creature. Like he is just, he's just there. He's got a special place and he's, and I love like even the story behind Wookiees, you know, how they were created and things like that and why George Lucas, you know, how he created them. So it's Wookiees definitely, you know, I could, I understand with this particular question where I want to have all three, but like if I had to put them amongst my regular characters, I mean, Chewbacca is definitely up there. Wookiees definitely are in a special place in my heart. That's for sure. So um, I know that you said that uh, you are uh, a uh, bookworm and really like to read. Uh, I do. Did did you ever get into the extended universe novels, or uh, are you do you mainly stick with the uh, new canon? Okay, so story time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, and this is actually also in my article about community. So I, for years, so I am a bookworm, but I had a moment of pure oh my gosh, I did not know this was out there. You know, up until a few years ago, um, you know, I was, I loved Star Wars. I loved the fandom. I was invited uh, by my friend and uh, the creator of Twin Sons Outpost, Eric Pfeiffer, uh, to come to PfeifferCon. Uh, it was right before Star Wars Celebration Chicago. And he, he so I got, I got to go and I was going into his, uh, his house literally looks like a museum. Um, and the first room off to the right was a Star Wars library. I walked in. I felt like I was Belle in Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> where she saw the library, and my jaw just dropped. And I I couldn't believe it. Like, I, I was already, one, I was already excited and already blown away from what I'd already seen just walking into his home. Okay, which, again, looks like a museum. So I was like, what? And then I walk literally to the right. And I'm like, I I have pictures from that experience because I had to take some selfies because I was just in complete shock and I was blown uh, away. So, um, and in good timing of that is that then Twins, uh, Twin Sons had created the TSO book club. Uh, mm-hmm. Literally, I think they were just starting it. And so I got interested just right away I got uh, included into that book club because then I wanted just to read it. Um, so now I've slowly, you know, got a library started from different, uh, from Star Wars, including comic books and stuff. And, and it, I'll, I, I even did, I felt a little ashamed. Like I was like, wow, how can I own like 16 boxes worth of books, you know, from moving, I know this, mm-hmm. that I, I own lots of books and not have known that Star Wars had books, but I, for some odd reason, was into other fandoms that my mind was only sticking to Star Wars as the movies and stuff, and I wasn't fully aware yet, and again, I wasn't really, like, I wasn't on Twitter at that point, Um, I wasn't looking into these other alleyways with Star Wars, so it really Mm -hmm. blew my mind, and trust me, one day I want one, just like his, if not bigger, with it all, but then by then his will be bigger, so <laughs> it'll never happen. <laughs> at a way bigger start than I do. Um, so, uh, yeah, so yes, I definitely read Star Wars now, but I didn't always, and um, I definitely encourage everybody to read like seriously. And I encourage not just for uh Star Wars but other fandoms as well. But I think since 
and um, reading, though, the Star Wars books, it's also opened up my mind to other, um, you know, more information that I didn't know about the characters. And you get to really know them more in depth. Like, you know, when I, again, when I read Ahsoka, I mean, I did. I had some moments where I just, you know, some people may not cry, but I did. I had tears because it it resonated with my life, you know. Or Queen mm-hmm. Shadow had some moments where I was like, oh, my gosh, I totally understand that, you know. So, um, or Leia, like, which is what I'm reading now for the uh, TSO book club is that, you know, I'm reading it and there are moments where I'm like, oh, my gosh, I totally understand, um, you know, different elements as a mom. I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. yay. I'm not the only one dealing with a teenage daughter, you know. <laughs> so, um so yeah, so interesting again, another side adventure with Nicole here. Um, I, you know, yes, I haven't been reading Star Wars books for long, but now I've got it going, and I'm looking, and I, I know I've got more of the newer stuff, but I know I own some of Legends. I've been very fortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've been able to find some at just Goodwills and things like that. You know, because when budget's tight, mm-hmm. you do what you can. And when the force tells you to go into a store and it's there for three bucks, you're buying it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. Um, so I've definitely, um, it's definitely grown and it's, it's going to continue to grow. Um, because unlike, um, another fandom that we're going to be talking about, you know, I think the Star Wars one, you could you could fill a whole library, as um, Eric has proven to me already, can be done. <laughs> so, um, how yeah. about you? What about Star Wars books with you? Oh, man. Uh, well, I after watching all the movies uh, and thinking that, uh, you know, we're not going to get any more, uh, you know, because, you know, the rumors out there uh, around where you know hey uh, they made three movies it was great uh you know there's a few books that are out there uh, we're going to keep releasing books and you know we probably won't make any more movies so of course i'm going to you know find everything that i can to soak up you know my mm-hmm. uh star wars love and um mm-hmm. i read uh ellen dean foster's splendor of a mind's eye uh and which was an absolutely fantastic book and uh and i was like man so i gotta find more uh and then i got into i guess uh the 90s uh and got into uh timothy zahn's uh uh trilogy heir to the empire uh dark apprentice i think it was and uh dark or dark force rising and yeah, it's, uh, I can't remember all three of them, but uh, but that introduced me to uh, to Thrawn, uh, and uh-huh. I loved, uh, you know. And then of course, uh, Shadow of the Empire came out by Steve Perry, uh, mm-hmm. and I absolutely loved that one because it kind of connected the dots between um, uh, Empire and uh, Return of the Jedi. We see how uh, the plan coming together on how they're going to uh, rescue Han, where Leia, uh, Leia got the, uh, the bounty hunter outfit from, uh, and uh, Prince uh, Sizor, or however you pronounce it, uh, you know, was uh, in the, the race of the Faleen, I thought was absolutely cool. And was, I was like, man, if I could, see, if we could see this in like live action, this would be amazing. They also did the comic book and uh, the video game, and you know, you also got uh, Dash Rendar in that as well. Uh, so yeah, and that was great, and I loved it. And then they started coming out with the movies, and I started, you know, every, you know, all the books that I could find. And then of course, Lucas sells it off. And Disney says, you know what? Yeah, those are great legends, but they don't really count anymore. And I was kind of discouraged with books uh, for a while. Love the movies. We'll we'll always go with that. And then, uh, you know, it's I, I started picking up a couple of books here and there. Uh, and then I think it was when I was reading Lost Stars that I really, okay. yes. Uh, yes. I really fell in She's love awesome. with with uh, with reading Star Wars again. Uh, mm-hmm. So 
uh, this past year, I've picked up one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> ten, eleven, twelve, yeah. thirteen, uh, fifteen books uh, of new canon that I'm reading through. Uh, yeah. And so, and, and I'm really enjoying it. And uh, mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's uh, it, it's great. Uh, I, I love to read. Um, you know, of course, I, I you know I read other fandoms as well uh and i'm sure we'll get into that too mm-hmm. yeah so no, absolutely and i have to admit i one thing i'm gonna real quick piggyback on with the mandalorian is i love the fact mm-hmm. that they're like reaching out and going for it with okay we're gonna use the comic books or oh we're gonna do it you know the legends we're gonna oh go canon and i just mm-hmm. i love it it's just like no we're just gonna like star wars because we love star wars you know uh, we're going for it all <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And I, and I love that, that there, uh, you know, there are certain things that, uh, uh, that, uh, we as fans have cried out for, uh, you know, Hey, we want this, or we want that. Uh, we would love to see, you know, this character or this ship or, you know, something that's not necessarily, I mean, like Thrawn, you know, I think there was, you know, there's such a, uh, a positive, um, you know, uh, request for uh, to see Thrawn again. That they mm-hmm. go ahead, you know, hey, go ahead, reboot the, you know, Timothy's on. That's your character. Go ahead, reboot him. You know, we'll put it, we'll put it into canon. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, and they're they're slowly pulling things that were considered legends and they're bringing them back into the new canon. And yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's absolutely wonderful. I love it. Mhm. Agreed. So my last question for Star Wars. Right. Let's go. All right. So what do you think of the success so far of Disney Plus, and what do you feel that it might be for the future of Star Wars? Ooh, this is a really good question. Um, one, I think that they. Right now, Disney Plus has been smart, and they've given us The Mandalorian, which I absolutely love. It is one of my favorite shows, and a show I can watch over and over again. I'm excited because I cannot wait for them to finally get Kenobi, Mm -hmm. which I'm so excited because, you know, hearing that they're going to finally start shooting again thrills me. So I think that they're making some very smart moves here. They're giving us shows that the fans want and the fans have been asking and, and I think it and how they're doing it is, is wise. Um, and Disney has such a wonderful umbrella that, you know, you can have, you know, cause it's Disney, Marvel and star Wars. Um, mm-hmm. so they can kind of play around within the, um, you know, with the different directors and things like that and bringing in amazing directors is, is also, I think has been key. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that if they keep on, I, I think that they're on a really good path right now, uh, honestly, with Disney Plus, with as far as Star Wars goes. Because, I mean, I can turn on Star Wars right now and I can watch any of them, including Solo or Rogue One or the originals. You know, I love that. And I love the mm-hmm. fact that then I can watch my Mandalorian over and over again <laughs> if I wanted to. So, and I hope that they continue to, to, you know, give us really good shows like that, because I think that Mm -hmm. it really, it's helpful and it's really helpful in the sense like 2020 has really like left us, a lot of us homebound. So Mm -hmm. uh, um, it's, it's a nice outlet and I hope that they continue to make, you know, really good decisions in that regard, you know, and I honestly with Star Wars. Looney, I do. I, I trust him. I mean, I, there's there's just something there that is just magical and is special, just like Walt Disney himself. I'm saying him, not just necessarily the company, because I think that that, you know, it takes these um, ma- these visionaries to really make um, to make magic, make it happen. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I I've. Uh... I really enjoy the Disney Plus service. Um, I've 
uh, not only do I get uh, you know the the Star Wars stuff, but uh, you know as you said the Marvel and, and the other uh, franchises. Uh, as far as the Star Wars part of it, uh, I started watching uh, Clone Wars on Netflix, and then they took it off, and I was. I was like, man, you know, it's like I was really getting starting to get into it. I thought the animation was really clunky, and me being like a a semi sort of quasi artist type person, I love to draw. Uh, I just really it's something about the animation really bothered me, and I had a friend of mine say, you know what, uh, I understand what you, what you're talking about. Do this. Listen to Clone Wars, but have it on in the background. Don't necessarily watch it, but listen to the storytelling. And mm-hmm. that's getting into it. And so, and, you know, slowly the animation really started to pick up um, and, and got better, especially, oh, I'd say season four, five, six, seven. Uh, I really got into it. Um, but... It, you know, I was without it for so long and everyone was like, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, I saw this and we don't get I don't have cable or anything. It's just a basic streaming service that we have out here in the in the country. Um, so uh, I was very happy when Disney started putting them, you know, put them all on Disney Plus. So then I ran through uh, this before uh, season seven came out. I ran through all six seasons and watched mm-hmm. them all in order uh, to right before season seven came out, and I got to watch you know season uh, season seven in all its glory, and then mm-hmm. fell in love with Rebels and mm-hmm. some of the characters that are that were in Rebels, and was like, wow, this is just an amazing show. Uh, I liked Resistance, but it didn't have the same effect as uh, Clone Wars or uh, or uh, Rebels did. Uh, but, you know, I, st- I still watched it, still enjoyed the stories. Uh, mm-hmm. And, yeah, I'm really excited for the future of what they're going to do, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's the Bad Batch series that's coming, uh, whether it's, um, you know, uh, future seasons of The Mandalorian, because we know we're at least getting one more. Um, mm-hmm. season, season three is already in pre-production. So, uh, yeah, so we, we're getting that. There's already rumors of the Ahsoka spinoff. Uh, that they're doing there was one that there were uh that i heard a rumor about that they're going to do an animated one with um uh cara dune uh then there's uh possible uh one coming um you know the um cassian endor series the kenobi series uh, the female-driven uh, series that doesn't have a title or anything really a, uh, to it other than a possible director. Uh, you know, so we're getting a lot of Star Wars here in the near future, plus mm-hmm. who knows what movies that they're going to do. Uh, right. So, yeah, this, I, I would say the future is extremely bright for mm-hmm. Star Wars. And that's just it's... that's just on TV. That's not including the... Uh, the High Republic stuff that comes out next month, uh, mm-hmm. which is abs- oh, yeah. I can't wait for it. It's going to be very exciting. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. So there's part one of this new series that uh, we were talking about, and it is different fandoms across the galaxy, the world, the universe. Uh, different aspects of it could they all have in tie-ins very possible we will see and we'll look into that uh, as well so again thank you to nicole for uh joining me and uh, again this is part one i'm not sure how many parts this is going to go Uh, if this is any track record i would say it's at least four maybe five uh in this series of fandoms I hope you guys really enjoy it, and uh, yeah, uh, we will see you next time on Star Wars Through the Ages.
Hello there. Rancho Obi-Wan, the Guinness World Records certified largest Star Wars memorabilia collection. Located in Petaluma, California, featuring the collection of super collector, author, and Star Wars fan ambassador Steve Sansweet. The most powerful Jedi ever. Visit RanchoObiWan.org and subscribe to the Rancho Obi-Wan Virtual Museum. A fun, authentic fan experience. Featuring rare photos, videos, Steve Sansweet Q&As, virtual tours of the museum, exclusive behind the scenes stories and information and so much more plus your subscription helps ensure the future of the museum it's the rancho obi-wan virtual museum subscribe now at ranchoobiwan.org get tons of cool perks information and history of star wars collecting from the man who knows it best steve sansui while contributing to the preservation of the world's largest star wars memorabilia collection ranchoobiwan.org <laughs> Greetings, listener. Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red 5 Network family. Red5Network.com offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to Red5Network.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All wings report in. It's the Red 5 Network. Red 5 Network.